in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to lay out what I actually eat in maintaining a sub 10% body fat percentage year round, what I actually eat from day to day to, to put some clarity and some shed some light on what healthy eating really looks like. Stick around. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. What is up, party people? It's Coach G. I'm one of the coaching team here at CrossFit Edwardsville. And in this podcast, I'm actually really excited to talk about what healthy eating really looks like, a real day in the life for somebody. Myself, I've maintained a sub 10% body fat percentage for many, many years typically sub eight or even sub seven percent body fat. I've even had my body fat percentage as low as three and a half percent as confirmed on an in-body 570 analysis back when I was in grad school. And what I eat every single day, I think it's important to, to kind of give some, some context to this because there's so many misconceptions out there about what healthy eating really looks like. And I think that by actually outlining what does an average day of eating look like for me, we can start to dispel some of those misconceptions because so many people believe that healthy eating is a, it's a starvation contest or it's miserable or you never eat anything delicious and nothing could be further from the truth. And you'll actually see that as I outline what I eat every day as part of my own regular daily nutrition fare. The second thing I want to preface this with and let you guys know and what you'll see is that there's no gimmicks here with this. It's, it's real food. It's whole foods. I'm eating three meals a day that are all whole foods and delicious. Next thing you'll notice as I outline what I eat every single day, you'll, you'll note that it, it sounds like a lot of food because it is. Again, healthy eating is not a starvation contest, and I certainly don't walk around starving or with my stomach growling at me angrily all day long. Uh, my body has been trained to enjoy and use really healthy foods, and a lot of them, and I need a lot of healthy foods because that is the fuel that I need to go out and actually live my best life, my most active life, and go out and do all kinds of cool stuff and do crazy workouts at CrossFit and do grappling at jujitsu and snowboard and play with my son, play sports with my son. He's really into soccer. We do that a lot. And just going out, living my best life, being active, being energetic requires a lot of great fuel. And that's what my diet is. And you'll see that as I start to outline what an everyday looks like. Next thing you'll notice is that I'm hitting a balance of protein, dietary fat and carbohydrates at every single meal. Protein, fat, and carbohydrate are the macronutrients, and you need to have those in your diet in order to have what we call, what I, what I personally consider to be a balanced diet, is having all three of those. Now, the specific ratios of how much protein, how much fat, how much carbohydrate will vary from person to person, and based on what their objectives are, some people do much better with higher fat, 
lower carb. Some people do much better with lower fat, higher carb, but you need to have all of these elements in your diet in order to be taking care of your body and giving your body the nourishment that it needs to function at its best. Similarly, and we won't talk about this a lot in the podcast, but when you're getting real foods, whole foods on a regular basis, you're also giving your body the micronutrients, your things like your folate, your vitamin A, D, E, and K, vitamin B. You're getting the the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals that you need to also function and perform at your best, whether physically or cognitively, emotionally, uh, because the food that you eat absolutely positively does impact your hormone levels. And in that sense, you could say that food is a drug and none of us should be indiscriminately taking the food drug. We should be thoughtful about what we're eating so that the foods that we're taking in are actually giving us what we need to go and live our best lives. Now, for me, I do find that I tend to function at my best running about 50% of my caloric intake from dietary fat. In some circles, you some people may consider that to be a high-fat diet. I don't personally necessarily believe it's a high-fat diet. And if anybody out there hears me say, I'm taking in 50% of my intake, caloric intake from dietary fat, or keto, I'm not keto. I have nothing against keto. I have plenty of people that I work with and know who truly thrive and enjoy a keto, a ketogenic diet, and they do really well with it. That works really well for some people. My diet is definitely not ketogenic. I'm definitely consuming enough carbohydrate each day that I'm certainly not running around in ketosis. But you'll note that have a relatively high proportion of dietary fats included in my diet. And I love it. My body fuels really well that way. And I have trained my body to use fat as a primary energy source. And it's great. So we'll talk more about that. Then next thing you'll notice is I'm eating no crap. I'm not eating any foods that sabotage my goals. All the things that I'm eating are facilitating and promoting and driving me in the direction of my best life. I'm eating great foods, whole foods, real foods, nourishing foods, energizing foods. And the last thing you'll notice is that I get kind of excited when I'm talking about the foods that I eat every day because I love them. They're delicious. These are foods that I love to eat and that have, I mean, they're, they're rewarding as I'm eating them. They're rewarding for hours afterward. They give me great energy. And so all of that to say, let's launch right into me outlining what does my breakfast, lunch, and dinner look like. So, because I do have three meals every day. I'm a morning person. I start my day very early and I have a whole morning routine that I go through and my morning routine essentially culminates at the back end of my morning routine, about an hour to an hour and a half in my day, I'm having, I'm having my breakfast. That's probably like around maybe maybe five o'clock in the morning, sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later, but roughly around that of having breakfast. And what I do is I put a pan, stovetop, spray it down, put a little bit of ghee, clarified butter, a lactose-free, dairy-free butter into the pan, let it heat up and, and warm up. And then I use that to coat the bottom of the pan 
with a layer of dietary fat. And then I put a thick layer of spinach, baby spinach, on top of the ghee. And on top of that, put five whole eggs. And while my eggs are preparing and solidifying stovetop, I go and I get green beans. I prepare those in a bowl, and those are green beans that are from a can, but with sea salt included. Um, and I warm those up. I eat those first while my eggs are preparing. As soon as my eggs are done, I take them off of the stove, put them into a bowl, and chop them up into smaller pieces. And then I take about a half a cup of medium chunky salsa, which is basically a vegetable puree. I take that, I put that on top of the eggs, and then I chop the eggs up and mix up the spinach, eggs, and salsa combination. Chop it up, mix it up, chop it up, mix it up. And it essentially makes this amazing, rich, flavorful egg, spinach, salsa salad that I have in my bowl. And it's amazing, it's delicious. And it's been a staple of my breakfast since forever. It's like the main course of my breakfast. The green beans that I have are like the appetizer, the eggs are the main course. And then after I've had the main course, I have a dessert of berries, a mix of blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, occasionally, cherries will make their way into this mix but it's typically just blackberries raspberries strawberries a mix of those to be dessert i believe that god made fruit to be the dessert we were designed to have it addresses that desire for something sweet it cleanses the palate and it gives a sense of closure to the meal in finishing with something sweet so berries to finish off breakfast absolutely love it it's fantastic this has essentially been my breakfast for several years next and i'll do my workout late morning so usually within one to three hours after my breakfast then after that lunchtime is my first meal post workout most days i begin by having a very large portion of chicken breast typically between like six and nine ounces chicken breast that my wife has either grilled or prepared stovetop. And shout out to Caroline, she does a great job with the chicken. I also prepare it a lot myself, but on, uh, most weeks Caroline prepares it. And I start my meal with that. It's already prepared, we've cooked it ahead of time, so I just warm it up. And then once it's warm, I put a light glaze of avocado mayo atop the chicken and then hot sauce and salt on the chicken as well. So I've got that protein as the leading piece of my lunch, which is giving my body protein right off the bat to replenish and rebuild the muscles I've broken down in my workout, giving my body the amino acids, the building blocks it needs to repair the muscle that's been broken down in a rigorous CrossFit workout. And then having the avocado mayo on top of it adds some richness of flavor to it. Having the hot sauce and the salt on top of it adds that salt kick with it as well. And you got like the interplay between the savory and the salty with the, the chicken, it is amazing. It's so delicious. Absolutely love it. Uh, shout out to Primal Kitchen 
right now I'm using the Primal Kitchen Avocado Mayo, and it is freaking fantastic. Also a great source of the dietary fats that I talked about earlier. That's the, the leading piece of my lunch. Then I'll have a serving of rice, and I'll put more of the ghee on the rice, mix it up, put coconut aminos on the rice, mix it up, put salt on the rice, mix it up. And that is a delicious part too to the meal. And then I finished with the coup de grace, which is something I'm famous for, steamed broccoli and a bunch of it with mustard, just plain old yellow mustard on top of it. If you know, you know, on other podcasts, I've explained the physiological basis between the pairing of broccoli and mustard. So I won't dwell on it here, but there's actually a solid scientific foundation for that combination. But this it's freaking delicious. I absolutely love it. That's how I finish out the vegetables part of my lunch. And then typically I'll have one of our fit aids from CrossFit Edwardsville, which is basically a multivitamin in a drinkable format, but with some stevia for sweetener as the dessert after lunch. And that's a very typical lunch for me. Now, that's for me, typically around like 10.30, 11.30 a.m. Some days, depending, it might be closer to noon. But that's the second meal of the day for me. I won't eat again until maybe 4 p.m. If I get hungry around 4 p.m., actually, let me say an asterisk, every 4 p.m., between 3 and 4 p.m., I have sprouts as a snack, which really is just a way of getting additional nutrients and vitamins into my system. So I, I, uh, I grow lentil sprouts and mung bean sprouts and garbanzo bean sprouts and a couple other sprouts here at my home. And this is pretty much as, as health food as it gets. But that particular mix is a protein powerhouse. It's rich in protein as well as many other vitamins and nutrients. Um, they're high in fiber, they're, they're high in protein as I mentioned. And those two things do help slow the release of blood sugar into the, the bloodstream, sugar into the bloodstream. Um, they aid with digestion, the fiber part does. They reduce cholesterol levels, they boost your immune system. And I mean, if you enjoy the taste of true health food, it's really as health food tasting as it gets, but I do enjoy them and they have a, a filling quality to them, which can help keep, if I had any hunger cravings, this helps to squash them. On an occasional day, I'll also have like a carrot, a raw real carrot with this late afternoon snack as just an additional kicker if I'm really feeling like I need more carbohydrates. But full transparency, it's actually the exception, not the rule. The vast majority of days, I'm not eating a carrot at this second snack. I happen to love raw carrots, by the way. Absolutely love them. Do not like baby carrots at all, but that's just me. You do you. So anyway, that's a snack and another infusion of nutrients and vitamins and minerals to me that helps me to function my best as I go into the evening. Then finally, dinner time. 
the, the final meal of the day. And this always starts with chili. My wife makes this amazing chili, which it used to be made with ground beef, but hypercholesterolemia, high blood concentrations of cholesterol runs in my family. And I had the hardest time for the longest time figuring out cracking that riddle. It was like, how do I get my cholesterol down? Because it was routinely high, measured high on my blood work. I do blood work on a regular basis to be sure. Looking under the hood, my body is healthy and well, and my blood sugar was typically high. Again, it runs in the family, and the, the, the doctors that do my blood work, they are never concerned about my cholesterol levels. They say, dude, you're fine, but just the competitive part of me wants to find a way to crack that code and get my cholesterol down despite my genetic heritage of obesity, hypertension, diabetes, glaucoma. Well, I'm proud to say that on my last blood work, uh, I am in within normal ranges on my cholesterol, which is amazing. I feel fantastic about that. I'm crediting two things. The first, that my wife has transitioned from using cow ground beef to bison, ground bison, for my chili, and also the intake of sprouts on a regular basis, which I started doing several months ago. But those also address cholesterol in the blood, and I give those at least partial credit for helping to get my blood metrics within normal limits on the cholesterol side of things. So that's super cool also. But anyway, the chili is the lead off to my dinner. And I'll shout out to my lady. She makes amazing chili, paleo, Whole30 friendly chili. She makes that for me and it's delicious. Then part two of my meal, typically some small red skin potatoes that I steam or warm up and I smash them all down. I put clarified butter or ghee on them and some salt on them for flavor. And that's part two of my meal and then the next wave of vegetables and then dinner finishes just like with lunch with me having a bunch more steamed broccoli with mustard on it so i'm getting additional nutrients and vitamins and vegetable carbohydrate kick from that and that finishes out my day typically sometimes with my dinner, if I am still feeling, I can feel like my body calling for more dietary fat, I'll have some cashews or some cashew butter with my dinner as well. But that's not a hard and fast every single day. That's a sum of the time. But the what I just outlined is a very typical day of healthy eating for me. And I love it. Breakfast is amazing. It's my favorite meal of the day. Lunch is amazing. It's extremely fulfilling and rewarding and tastes delicious and really hits the spot after a rigorous CrossFit workout. Dinner's amazing. By the time I get to dinner, I've I've not eaten, aside from the, 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 the mung bean, garbanzo bean, lentil, sprouts, I haven't eaten much since lunchtime is a span of several hours there so i'm usually like really hungry when dinner rolls around and dinner hits the spot absolutely love it it's delicious 
And that is what healthy eating looks like for a person maintaining sub 10% body fat year round. No crap, no artificial anything. Um, I do have some basic over-the-counter multivitamins that I take at breakfast and lunch. There's nothing really there uh, spectacular or noteworthy, but I do have multivitamins as part of that. And I drink a ton of water. My goal is always by the time that I get to the gym in the morning, I've had a quarter gallon of water. By the time I'm done at the gym, I've had another quarter gallon of water, bringing my total to a half gallon for the day. Typically, a little after lunch, maybe around mid-afternoon, I'll have finished drinking my third quarter gallon of water for the day. And then by the end of dinner time, my goal is to have finished my fourth quarter gallon, bringing me to a round gallon of water for the day. I do drink just straight black coffee through the day also, uh, up until 3 p.m.-ish. What I'll do is I'll have a shot of water and then a shot of black coffee, nitro, cold brew, love it. I, I, I home prepare, home make nitro cold brew. I just happen to have this Starbucks cup that I reuse over and over and over and over again. But I'll have a shot of black coffee, shot of water, shot of black coffee, shot of water throughout the day and stay hydrated in that way. And yeah, I guess that's that pretty much wraps it up. So that's what a day of healthy eating actually looks like. Now, everybody's nutrition program is going to be a little different and individualized to them. And if you're interested to talk about what healthy eating looks like for you, give us a shout. You can actually learn a ton about CrossFit Everzal by finding us on all of the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. When you're ready click over to CrossFitEdwardsville.com, book a no sweat conversation with a coach and your coach will help chart out what does healthy eating look like for you so you can get the most out of your diet so you can really enjoy it, have the physique you want, have the performance you want, feel amazing, live your best life, all of those things. So hopefully you guys found this informative and enjoyable. I thank you all for joining me on the podcast today and I'll see you guys in the next one. 